We explain. Since I'm pointed that way, I guess I'll go down. She chose down. She chose down. Was that wrong? Too late now. at home. And now, ladies and gentlemen, your host, John C. No, 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 no. It ain't John Cena, it's Kid Crusher. Happy Australia Day, and uh, welcome to episode 5 of The Drain. And uh, today's pretty much a, a special backyard wrestling edition, because uh, who cares? Anyway, I'm putting this title on the line tonight. This is the, yes, of course, it is the WCW replica. However, WCW got me into wrestling, so I'm glad that I got this to uh, just, you know, Salute to my favorite title. But, uh, yeah, we actually used this exact version in my backyard wrestling company. For those who don't know, I used to be a backyard wrestler, by the way. I don't know the last time I, I put this belt on. It's been a long fucking time. Long time. Anyway, um, yeah, we're putting the belt on the line. It hasn't been defended since 2005. Pretty much, you know, wrapped up wrestling and then jumped straight into being a rapper. But, uh, yeah. Always got some memories, and today we're going to reminisce on opening up the vault of some old WC, uh, not WCW, XBA is my old backyard wrestling, backyard wrestling VHS tapes. Quality's bad, but also got a special guest, B-I-T-T-H, who was a wrestler, one of my top wrestlers back then. We're going to highlight some of our own stuff, and then we're going to defend the title tonight for the first time in 2005, crown a new XBA champion. First time in 2005, the original champion. 2005 has been stripped of his belt because he's not defended it in 15 years. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, uh, we, we uh, basically just trying to get some old history out from XBA. And uh, if today, if you guys enjoy it and uh, want to see more, this is pretty much the warm up to see if you guys like the uh, progress of it. Obviously, I'm only really going to show some highlight reels today. I'm not showing full matches. But if you guys want to see more of it, I'll bust out the VCR and actually capture some full matches or more matches or highlights or anything. I don't know. How, just If you want to see more, we'll make more. Um, but yeah, we're going to have uh, an interesting title match tonight, and I can't wait to, to do that. We actually almost had a reunion in 2012. Strictly, uh, this is opening up my conversation about wrestling and I'll get on to Kick Rusher and Caveman real quick. But yeah, 2012, you almost had a, a Sean Monaghan vs. Bitch and uh, that's who's hosting tonight, Sean Monaghan Bitch. But yeah, we only really today to see what we've got. You only really can see the uh, the old Death Death documentary DVD that is available on Victim Gear. Otherwise, you can stream it on YouTube. It was previously banned from Amazon. Uh, they picked it up and then then they banned it, <laughs> being too violent. 
Um, but yeah, the the DVD is pretty insane. Um, it's VHS quality, but um, obviously all of it is because it's it's from 2005 and and earlier. But uh, on the Death Dead documentary, we have Industrial Strength Records on the soundtrack, which has a long list of featuring artists, including Mosh Pit, Lenny D, and the Berserker, which is awesome. Yeah, like I said, this is only a tip of the iceberg. It's a vault. Um, I want to do some uncut matches. Like there's, there's obviously the ones I'm going to show tonight have music over it, and it's just highlights. So I thought I could show like a whole match, and maybe we can do some new commentary over it. Um, it probably like originally I was thinking of doing this on um, on its own show called like the XBA Darkness Digital Darkness Show on YouTube. Which it may, you know, break off from the drain and be its own thing. But like I say, this is testing the waters tonight, doing that shit tonight. Uh, but yeah, uh, XBA did, did uh, crazy. I, I started it in 2001. Um, not trying to go into due de- too depth of detail because I'm sure me and my special guest will. Um, and uh, we went all the way to 2005. Um, we've had our vi- videotapes in Blockbuster Video. Russell Gilbert from Hey Hey It's Saturday did an interview with me as well. But yeah. The last stand in 2005 didn't really go out with a bang because I wasn't really planning on stopping, you know. I, I, I moved arenas a lot and I ended up moving house again and restarting up a ring. I had so many light tubes and, and the steel cages set up and then I like, you know, out of the blue started Kid Crusher and it blew up. So I thought, take a break from wrestling and I was doing it like, how long was that? Four years I was doing nonstop wrestling. So I thought I'd give it a break. And uh, didn't really, you know, get a send-off last title match or some of the dream matches I ever wanted to see happen between uh, opponents. So this is this virtual XBA, what we're doing tonight, is a way to uh, give the title a proper send-off instead of just hanging on my wall or just, you know, looking at it like a WCW belt, which it really is. Uh, but yeah, going to do a dream match tonight, virtual title match. Anyway, happy Australia Day. I hope you guys are drinking. I'm going to start drinking when the special guest drops on. I wasn't going to get too drunk before he gets here. But, uh, yeah, shout out to everyone who's who's uh, who's uh, been watching every episode. You know, the drain's been pretty fun to do, and uh, I'm, I'm always looking forward to doing more. And I hope you guys just want to, you know, be entertained. Got some more shit coming up, all like always. Next episode, we're going to be focusing primarily on Caveman, unless uh, I change it. But at the moment, you know, Caveman's about to come out, the new album. Got slightly delayed due to uh, some life shit that's been happening, you know, and uh, Christmas and New Year's sort of took over as well. I was pretty set on releasing it before the new year, but, oh, I'd rather not rush it. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, at least you got a couple of singles in 2020. But yeah, 2021, K-Man's album, uh, Evolution, is coming. Possibly going to be late February or early March. So uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. Um, there's also another music video for Caveman, which is, is set to come out. And uh, yeah, lots of interesting stuff there. Um, Kid Crusher, I have already been starting on the second half of the instrumentals. Well, more than second half because there's you know, a lot more than that done. But there's been no vocals put on anything yet. So as soon as Caveman's wrapped up, that's when I jump into Kid Crusher. So everything's going to start snowballing over the next couple of months. As soon as you got Caveman and join that, the Kid Crusher album coming out soon after. So yeah, stay tuned to that. Uh, also, uh, good news on my other band, Rectal Birth. Uh, some waves have been starting about that. I can't really say what's going on yet because it's it's that early in progression. But yeah, Rectal Birth due for a revival. XBA, my old backyard wrestling's revival. I'm just you know circling back with everything. The drain only just revived itself. It's uh yeah going back and forth. Anyway, I'm not gonna dribble too much bullshit. We're gonna start the show off get some drinking on i'm gonna show you some clips and then we're gonna get straight into the special guest and start showing some wrestling clips and get into the virtual title match for the xba championship stay tuned we'll be right back don't forget the flush have you ever bought or rented a videotape that wasn't quite right 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 now Of the month. We'll entertain you. 
Hey, what up? It's your boy Beezlebub. Happy Australia Day. I want to give a massive shout out to Bitch from XBA. And while we're talking about XBA, be sure to hit up the Death Death documentary on VictimGear.com. I guarantee you, if you want raw, uncensored wrestling shit, that's what you need. And also hit up the comedy movie Ready to Rumble starring David Arquette. Hilarious as a motherfucker. Peace. So I hung with the dude. I know the dude, and he is the dude. You're watching The Drain with Kid Crusher. And if you don't watch it, I'm coming to your house and pulling your larynx out. Happy Australian Day. He can't take this because my pants are around my ankles. We're both drunk. I mean, what's going on here? I mean, come on. I hate this guy. I mean, he's a fucking dickhead. Just, he just all he can do is just wear fucking women's underwear. Like he said, women's underwear. I mean, what is wrong with me? You're all disgusting. Really? What is wrong with me? You're, you're in the XBA, that's wrong. XBA cunts, man. That is They're right. In the- <laughs> that is right. We are all, we are put together because we're all nutcases. This guy's a complete poof to me. Don't. But that's the fucking Get your arm off me! <laughs> I got glass stuck in my hand because that car was a poof to Hang on, I think it fell out now. Sorry, you couldn't help fucking up Still your arm. Yet. It just happened. Oh, you gay bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Good day, mates. I'm the AVD from Red Method. You're watching The Drain with Kid Crusher. And I'm here to wish you a happy Australia Day. And next, I want a shot at the title, okay? Ripper. Tonight on the drain. Smack my bitch up. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and gals. Welcome to the Australia Day edition of the drain. I've got special guest B I T C H from X B A. Joining me live, and uh, we're going to reminisce on some memories of some backyard wrestling in Australia with the XBA Extreme Backyard Assault. We're going to talk some absolute bullshit here while we're celebrating Australia Day getting drunk, and he's getting fucked up. <laughs> and we're celebrating just, in general, lucky enough to be alive from not accidentally killing each other back in the day. <laughs> How hey, you man. doing? How you doing, buddy? Well, pretty good, man. How you been? Not wrestling, but like recovered. <laughs> yeah, no, same, same, man. I'm too old for that shit now. I ain't too old for that shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, for those who don't know, we uh, we uh, used to pretty much full time wrestle in a backyard, so to say, unprofessionally. I'd call it more of a jackass kind of a show where we just uh, bed each other up in a backyard with doing the odd wrestling maneuver here and there, untrained, unprofessional, but we were just so, like, thrill kill on just getting those light tubes. Like, how many light tubes we got to break today type fucking scenario as soon as we got in that backyard. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. How many tubes did you get today? <laughs> Sweet. That's one match. Where's the rest? Yeah. Anyway, okay, thank you, thank you more than enough to uh, join me here today, buddy. Like, it, it, it's uh, actually a big love, past love of mine, XBA, and uh, I, I barely talk about it today. So it's it's bringing back like you know high school kind of memories. If 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 you say some comparison <laughs> of uh, of uh, yeah, bringing this back to the to the screen, so to say. Oh, it's what, like 15 odd years ago since we were doing it? Yeah, well, we went really little, little, but yeah, I was, uh, uh, um, like, by the time you joined, I think I was 19, uh, maybe, um... Uh, that that confliction show was well, that my at that place was I was that was my 18th birthday party, I remember, but like I oh, started, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I remember that one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually um started XBA uh probably around 2001, and this uh, kind of started like it started as um 
Like I was just at a birthday party with a bunch of friends and he got like a wrestling belt as a present. Like it was one of those old school sort of stone cold belts and the rock belt. Yeah, like a couple of them. And we like just for fun threw them on top of like a, the roof and had a ladder match. We didn't have no ladder, but we're just like fucking around. And like it just hit me in the head and I could not stop thinking about it. I'm like, we need to do this like for real and get a camera and shit. And back then I was like all about you know, like filming kind of independent movies and shit. Nothing I'm proud of. <laughs> I was just like, let's just get together and do that again for fun and like, you know, escalate it, have entrance musics and shit. And I, 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 I don't know. It, it just kind of spurred off that. But it, XBA didn't really kind of get real until like maybe two or three years later because like we were just, you know, replicating WWF and being kind of soft and shit. And then one day I accidentally got uh, thrown through a car window. And I mean this accidentally, I didn't mean for this to happen. I said it hit me on the boot of this uh, the, the of the car and he slammed me straight through the fucking window of this car. And then from there, it like attracted this, this guy in Melbourne called Niven. And I got to give mad props to Niven because uh, he came down from Melbourne. This is a little bit before you joined, bitch. And... Um, uh, he's like, yeah, I've I seen that stuff that happened with the, the car window, but you want to see some real hardcore shit. And that's where he like, he, he uh, I think he flew down or drove down. I can't remember, but like he came down and bought light tubes and everything. And, like shit got real from that day. And that's when I think you came along not long after. And I think that was around 2003 or four, maybe. 2003. Yeah. When I was still in my band. Because I remember my band played at one of your backyard wrestling shows. Blood Guts. And- you asked us, yeah, you asked me and all my mates, oh, you guys want to join in and have some fun? We're like, hell yeah. yeah. Funny funny story, I don't know if you remember exactly how I met you at all before wrestling. Nah, I don't actually. Too many headshots, you know that one. Too many headshots. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of people, man. Like, seriously, I walk down the street and people are like, hey, man, how you going? Hey, bitch, yeah. how you going? I'm like, uh, yeah, cool. Um, sorry, I don't remember you. Oh, you know, you remember me from so and so? Like, yeah, nah, nah, sorry. Like, too many headshots. Yeah, nah. I'm like that with a lot of people as well, um, especially because being Kid Crusher. But, like, this this goes spurs back to, like, high school to me. Like, and, and because, like, um, uh, like I haven't spoken to you in a while, I don't, I don't even think this conversation went the spur of, of, like, we did go to the same high school together, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I remember I was in the same uh, year level as your sister. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and um, uh, Rogan was there too, uh, Drunky. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who else from it. I think Pumba was there too. Oh, Defecator was there too. <laughs> the Defecator. I mean, Desecrator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he was there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, we, I actually had my own band. Uh, Rectal Birth was actually in the rehearsal rooms next to you guys, Blood Guts, in the other room. So you guys were doing Blood Guts in one room, we're doing Rectal Birth in the other. But we were a cover band back then. And uh, like Rectal Birth was just shit. But like, I, I don't know how I actually contacted you guys. That I cannot remember. But like, I did like. I remember, man. You approached us. How? I can't remember. That memory's gone. This is new to me. No, you actual like that same day that you were jamming next to us, you you and the drummer Corey. Yeah. I think yeah, you guys come up to us and said, "Hey, man, we fucking we want your band to play at our backyard wrestling show." Fuck yeah! We're like really? I'm like yeah, we actual legit want you guys to play. I'm like all right, give us the address, we'll rock up, we'll play. Yeah. And we did. Yeah, that, I've still got, I've still got that the videos of you guys performing too. So um, that's something. By the way, um, just to spare for the everyone here, interrupt this storyline for a minute. This is basically a warm-up um, to try and tease uh, everything of what we did in Backyard Wrestling. Uh, like, show you some highlights tonight. We're going to show you, like, some videos, a little bit of commentary over it. But then we've got a vault of fucking videos that we want to sort of release. So, if you guys are interested to see more, maybe we could keep this as a monthly thing, kind of like the drain. So, if you're interested to see more, comment below and let us know you want to see more XBA. And maybe we could keep title matches going on, too. Because tonight, we got a fucking title defense going on. The XBA heavyweight wall. I wouldn't even call it the heavyweight champ. It's just the championship. Every other fucking title does not exist, by the way. It's just the championship. The W-weight. The, the W-weight. <laughs> the W-weight. 
It's hanging back there on my fucking wall. It's the first time it's been defended since 2005. To me, it didn't get a proper send-off. So tonight, we're having a live fucking title match. How we are doing that is to be disclosed in the main event of the evening. So stay tuned for the title match. But yeah, if you want to see more, comment. But otherwise, this is just going to be highlights and memories and talking shit of how XBA kind of started, the rise and fall of XBA and some of our good memories. And we're going to talk about the Death Death documentary, which is basically the highlights of XBA. (laughs) So anyway, here we are, what, 15 years later since the last show of XBA celebrating, drinking some West End. And what do you got? Uh, Yeah, I got bourbon, but that's all right because I still got some Aussie homegrown here. It's Australia Day, by the way, so Aussie, Aussie, oi, oi. Hey, hey, hey. Representing Adelaide, South Australia. You are born and raised in South Australia, yeah? Yeah, yeah, Fuck unfortunately. Yeah. Northman fucking suburbs, mate. That's how <laughs> we go in the fucking north. Fuck yeah, bruh. Oh, shit. So, uh, you're not proud of South Australia? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just talking shit. Saying unfortunately, I'm like, have you been any elsewhere? I've been around Australia. <laughs> I'm not dissing anywhere else, but every every time I go somewhere else, like I'm like feel feel fucking home. I can't wait to get home when I'm gone. Yeah, I know. I say uh, unfortunately, I'm from Adelaide, but I have I've been all around Australia and fucking hell, man. I've got to love Adelaide. First, not too bad, but fuck Sydney, fuck Melbourne. They can just uh-huh. get fucked. I got mad fans in every single city, so I can't diss them. But like to me, the only problem I have with every other city is is it's too busy, man. And Adelaide's so simple and flat. Like you go to Melbourne, it's like a roller coaster, You're up and down, left, right. I get car sick. You go to Sydney, it's just traffic jams, left, right, center. Same with Melbourne That's why as well. I fucking hate Sydney, man. Yeah, Sydney's t- it's just fucking crazy. And then uh, Brisbane, it's it's humid and shit. The spiders everywhere. It's just hot and cold at the same time. I don't know what the fuck. Perth, yeah, I give Perth props. I've I've only been there twice. Um, one time with Head PE and the other time with ICP. But also Mushroom Head. I was there with Mushroom Head. And uh, did you know that? You a fan of Mushroom Head? Nah. Yeah, I, I did. Uh, sh- I did shows with Head PE, Mushroom Head in Perth and uh, Brisbane. Well, we haven't really spoken for a while, so you know you, you still got to bring me up to speed with some shit. So this also is is education for the people watching, but also just a reunion for just two guys freaking catching up on old times. What the fuck you been up to, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> Tattoos, my friend. Tattoos. Oh, you're all about them. Tat- shit. What what's what's your most proud of tattoo at the moment? Ah, uh, well, it's kind of like a funny story because all of the individual ones, especially ones that you'll see in the XBA DVD, have now been all morphed into one. So I'm pretty yeah. much one bodysuit now. That's that's cool. That's what I'm most proud of. The fact that all these years now, it's all morphed into one great big fucking tattoo. Yeah. I remember um, back in high school, um, I think it was you and Rogan, all around that time I met you guys, you showed me these Hellraiser tattoos you got. Have, have you, are they still active on your body or have you gone over them? Yeah, the, pi- there, bro. the Pillar of Souls, yeah. Yep, that's it right there, man. Number 13 for the Hellraiser 2 yeah. movie original concept design. Yeah, I was I was always I in... Put onto that, though, with other stuff. Oh, yeah, and I had my armpits done. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. I was always in awe when... Yeah, when you when you and Rogan showed me those tattoos, I was always in awe. Like, holy shit, one day I'm going to get something like that. And uh, are you ready? Oh, you can't even see it. <laughs> no, no, you can't see it, but the viewers can. I got like a uh, Lovecraft kind of inspired tattoo, kind of berserker as well. Um, but I call it um, a thing inspired, like because I love the movie The Thing, how humans mutate into aliens and shit. Um, yeah. So yeah, it goes a lot with my arm. But you, you inspired me of that as well. Um, but yeah, it also covered up something, so it's a bit of a, a mess. But also, it's fucking crazy. Um. I'm burping like crazy because I haven't drinking beer in a while, but West End draft in the motherfucking huh? <laughs> fucking draft. He's like red tins of dirt. Yeah, I, I was looking for uh, uh, Tui's extra dry platinums today, but they don't exist anymore. Have you ever tried those? Yeah, nah, 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 yeah, nah. nah. I've gone off the beers now. Really? I'm more uh, vodka, oh. bourbon. I was, oh. I was drinking vodka like crazy when I was recording my last Kid Crusher album, Distorted Dimension. That's all. I would drink like half a bottle to almost a whole bottle of vodka for every song and it was 
fuck. I, like, I would record a song. Like, I tell my partner, like, I'm going to go record. I take a bottle into my room and then come out like three hours later. My, my voice box is fucked. I'm drunk as shit. And I'm like, <laughs> that's usually the energy and, and emotion I pour out to songs. Like, I get fucked up in this studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes it works, but majority of the time it doesn't. No, no, it does because I'm, I'm like with me and my alcohol and my space and my zone and my computer. I, when I get drunk, I don't tend to party. I tend to really get zoned. Like, even if someone's with me, and I'm like really buzzed. I'll end up like they'll be back seating while I'm making a beat or something, like just schooling them. I get really creative. I don't know why the fuck that happens. Same with when I used to smoke weed. I get so creative. I'd make so many songs. But um, I don't know how how that worked with with wrestling. I think the alcohol kind of motivated me. But yeah, it's just the motivation thing. I don't get sleepy or tired. I get more freaking motivated to be creative and uh, <laughs> nutty as well. If you can count Malakian. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! <laughs> I haven't talked. Uh, I haven't talked about Malakian in a while. Uh, if he even exists in my personality today, I have no idea. But like, I used to wrestle twice a night. I'd, I'd come out like, cause I'd, I'd want to be Vince McMahon, so to say. And, uh, but like, I didn't want to do it as my main character, you know. Like Sean Montague comes down, like, lot of abortion. Oh. This is how I run the Fed. But I just wanted him to be a contender. I didn't want him to be the manager. So I created this goofball called Malachian. He actually used to be just a mirror image of Sean Montague. He used to come out to System of a Down prison song. But then one day I'm like, fuck it. Um, I had Stash beat him over the head with a chair like 10 times. And then next time he came down the ring, he was retarded. So it was like the- Hello, buddy. Hey, uh, you want a balloon? Hello. <laughs> there he is. See, I didn't even know he was there, but you activated him. <laughs> I think that was the the the, li- the life and soul of, of XBA there. Like he would come down the ring in his tiny little tricycle and throw balloons at everyone and get the crowd really hyped to see everyone get cut the fuck up. <laughs> everyone to just have a good laugh and watch us entertain anyway let's wind back we uh talked about blood guts so blood guts performed at xba and uh you guys were spectators you weren't wrestlers yet so what made you like i did not in i don't think i tried to recruit you you kind of recruited yourselves is that right i think yeah no we pretty much recruited ourselves because me and uh pumba the guitarist in blood guts and another mate of ours, Rogan, aka Drunky for XBA, we were already doing our own jackass shit. Like we had a what we used to dub the roll cage trolley, where we got two trolleys upside down with a few like pillows and stuff inside of it, zip tied them together, and then stuck it in the half pipe just for the hell of it. So you know, like, oh yeah, these guys are doing hardcore wrestling. We like hardcore wrestling. Fuck it, let's have a crack at it too. Yeah. So yeah, when you approached us and said, oh yeah, you guys want to join, we're like. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, we'll have a crack at it. Yeah, no worries. Man, I, I can't thank you enough for joining because it's like one of the most unique like characters ever, especially Rogan. I mean, he didn't even create a character. He was just himself, but we kind of... I think the crowd picked his name calling him Drunky because he was just showed up drunk and everyone's like, he's just Drunky. But like that was the best XBA character there was. He just like, especially like the drunken death match, so to say, was probably one of the most iconic XBA matches of all time. Like I, I'm not, I'm not gonna say it was one of mine. It was, it was you guys. You guys fucking did the best match I've ever seen. Like I, I'm filming that match, I was in fucking awe. I was the one cameramaning that show. And I was in fucking, sh- oh, this is so funny. It's so entertaining. And Niven was the only sober one in that match. And he's staring at you guys like, how do I fucking control this? So props to him for still like carrying you, st- like picking you guys up when you couldn't stand and still getting you through that match. I know. Fucking- and then he still fucking kicked me in the nuts full fucking whack after I hit him in the kidneys with the golf club. You watch it in the video later on. The motherfucker has probably kicks me in the nuts. He's wearing steel caps, mind yeah. you. It, it was, but 
in my particular fashion, I get on the top rope and I slam him after it. <laughs> it's really an eye, an eye for an eye in that match. Like, uh, he does something, then he does something worse. And it's like, I'm going to do something worse than that. No, I'm doing something worse. And now we're both fucked. So who's going to pin who? <laughs> yeah, no, that's pretty much it, man. Like, that was pretty much my mentality out there. Like, everyone would come up to me with an idea and like, yeah, man, we'll do that. What, what idea have you got? So, oh, I'm saving that one for the match, mate. You just wait. <laughs> just wait. It's oh, the element of surprise, you see. If you tell them what you're going to plan, they're going to back out at the last minute. So you just hit them at the last minute with it, and yeah. then boom, their adrenaline's pumping. So then you have a better match. Yeah, I, I, I think like you, like I, I regret a lot of decisions uh, of booking back in XBA. But I remember, uh, so to say, situations when you were telling me you didn't care about the belt, you didn't want to be the champion, you didn't want to be on top, you didn't care about it, you just wanted to do your matches. Um, so basically desecrator got pushed as the main guy because he always wanted the belt and he always seemed like the alpha sort of in the in the backyard and i kind of agreed with that so to say like who could slay the beast kind of like brock lesnar you know but like out of all body like you got you put your body on the line like more than anybody right next to me like when 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 i when i when i say i look at the top dogs of xba like you me pumba I gotta say, uh, Beaver, Cryptic, uh, Smokey's up there. Smokey's up there for sure as well. Smoking Cryptic, but that one, I can't believe I broke his ribs and he still kept fighting. Yeah, Smokey was fucking kick ass. Those two drove all the way down from fucking down south every time to rock it with us and then drive back fucking in pain. I can't, like, I've done that drive for an hour drive. Yeah, for people who's not man. I give them mad props for that shit. So if you guys are watching Cryptic and Smokey, you guys were always freaking applauded every time you guys rocked up to, to kick it with us. So thank you so much. Everyone, like even people I don't talk to anymore, thank you for committing your time to that thing we called uh, a group of people kicking the shit out of each other. Seriously. So, uh, all right, let's wind back a little bit more. Let's talk about uh, 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 anything else you want to contribute to the Drunken Death match before we move on to a couple other matches I want to talk about. Uh, I broke my collarbone in that match, but no one actually realized, and I didn't even realize until about a year or two later. Holy shit. Yeah, when I actually go flying off the ladder, you'll see it. All right, we'll go back. See, today we're going to try and and do some matches, um, but like we tested it before this broadcast, and it it, it made me reboot my computer. So we're just going to have a go at just talking and i'm going to split some clips into this and edit if if it doesn't work later but otherwise we're just going to talk about memories if you don't like it go watch the documentary but either way we've got some funny stories to tell behind the scenes etc 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 oh yeah yeah, seriously drunken death match i always recommend it is the first thing to people watch in xba like like if you say a musician the, the the most popular song most popular match in xba drunken death match is number one. Uh, w- would you count that as your number one, like most proud of match, or is there another one you got? Uh, I'd, I'd give it equal par with um, the tag wrestling gone wrong because that was the last match, like proper death match I did against Niven for your birthday show, which was kind of like just a one off type thing. And that sort of fucked up hard because Niven the twat was always against blade in himself but he bladed himself too deep and he wanted to call the match off because he'd done it too deep so you can see in the video later on like when i do the suplex just before i do the yeah, suplex into the pile of glass he's like oh yeah man we've got to end it i'm fucked up so when i do the suplex and do the quick pin and it's over and then because the match ended so quickly that's when i start running around like a twat you know trying to entertain the crowd get smashed with fluoro tubes all well and good until I stabbed myself in the forehead, and I still got a little scar up here today yeah. when it started pissing out like a fucking sieve. But yeah, no, that was that was good times, man. That match was actually, I was really looking forward to that match until we fucking did that blade job. Like some of the plans we had were pretty good. Yeah, that yeah, that was the uh, the christening of that that arena we had, and that was like obviously my 18th birthday party. So holy shit, that's my 18th remember party was remembering is is you at Verse Niven. That was actually the Drunken Death Match Part Two, so to say, because when you talk about Drunken Death Match Part One, that was originally meant to be Drunky Verse Niven. That's it, but you interrupted. I can't remember why, but it happened, and I don't, I got no problem with that. You know, I always told you I don't give a fuck what happens in XBA. If you want to interrupt go interrupt we'll make a story out of it who gives a shit 
<laughs> Other people had sure I interrupted a few matches. Yeah, that night. yeah. People people had problems with that. I remember people I won't speak their names of, but <laughs> yeah, you fucking <laughs> loved it. Yeah, like the shit happens. People don't agree with each other, but like it's XBA. It's not a professional fucking business. We're just having fun and we're drunk. So what the fuck do you expect me to punish you? I don't know. Anyway, continue. Drunken death match was meant to be a a one on one. You interrupted. And then we uh, went on to Niven versus Bitch, uh, Drunken Death Match Part 2. But no one was drunk, but it was a very highly anticipated match. My 18th, <laughs> new place, and there was blood everywhere at the end of the night. Like, absolutely blood everywhere. Um, that I couldn't even wrestle that night because I was completely fucking paralytic. I remember falling asleep in a bathtub full of ice and, and alcohol. So I had a good 18th. But uh, um, I thank you so much for going there and doing that match because I know that would have been uh, a very hard match to, to put, pursue. Like, you can see the match. If people do watch it, it is a mess. Um, the ring is a fucking mess. I mean, <laughs> we tried to make a ring and it was terrible. But what was worse was like I made it a mess as I jumped in because of the unevenness of all those tires and all those bits of planks of wood we had down, man. All the glass just kept falling over. So we were wrestling on broken glass right from the start. Yeah. So, you know, props to that. Yeah, that that um the video on YouTube for that one went a little viral until it got blocked for being too violent. <laughs> but uh yeah, that is real blood. And real freaking insanity. I think everyone, like this, um, the first time Pete um, kind of joined us as well, and he was in a little shock and stitches of what the fuck we were doing over there. Yeah, yeah, I remember him going in the background, oh, just fuck. Yeah. Fuck. But, uh, you got to tell me this story about the uh, the story I told you repeat before about the, the drink. Oh, oh, the last show, yeah. So my last show for XBA wasn't a death match. It was just like an appearance and one last match with uh, Stashman. We were doing a promo at the start, and uh, I think it was Malakian come down, and he was giving me a bit of grief because we are doing our little promo, and he smashed fluoro tubes over my head, and the glass fell, like, legit into my hand. And I just, like, watched it fall into my hand, and like, Oh, okay. <laughs> well, now what? What are you going to do about that, mate? And I remember watching people in the crowd just turn around and literally walk out after it. I'm like, what are they walking out for? All they did was broke the fluoro tube over my head and glass falls in my can and I drink it. There's nothing serious, nothing bad about that. That's, that's fuck all compared to what we were doing later on when we set the Christmas tree on fire. <clears throat> wrapped in barbed wire and then I fucking sat on it burned past and burned a chunk the size of a Coke can off of it. Ooh, fuck that hurt. So that's how bitch walked out of XBA, everybody, with a burnt ass from a Christmas tree. Um, fuck, yeah, that, that was a mess. And, and like, I didn't even know how we had spectators because this was, like, a private backyard and we only really allowed people to come watch if they were, like, friends of a friend. We didn't really I think just... that's what they were, man, friends of friends. Yeah. And so, like, I, I remember, like, several occasions of this kind of happening to me as well because I'm used to just having, you know, the wrestlers and the wrestlers' friends or people that are regulars to show up. So, when someone else shows up, I kind of get all weirded out. But, like, um, it, it's welcomed. But also, it's like we're all about doing this for the video. We didn't care about having a live audience. So, when you do watch our videos, it's, it's empty. It's just us. So, we don't we didn't really advertise it. Well, that was fine. We had a fun on our own. It was, it's, it's just basically making a movie rather than making a live show. But I remember one specific occasion, um, I was on, on standing on top of a ladder and I had like a, a skateboard with no wheels on it but light tubes on the bottom of it. And I'm standing at the top of it holding the skateboard above my head and I look down and there's like four people. I don't know who the fuck they are. I just walked in and I'm like, eh, watch this. <laughs> I jump off and smash this <laughs> skateboard with light dude all over. I think it was uh, that guy, Beaver. And just, yeah, yeah, Beaver. Yeah, I smashed him right, right over the back of his head. And when I look up like five minutes later, they're gone. So I think they did the same thing. <laughs> like, what <laughs> the fuck did we walk into? A lawsuit. We're getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> or are they going to hit me? <laughs> Hey, didn't we have the cops called on us once and they said, oh, as long as we don't press charges, they don't give a fuck? Like I said, there's a lot of scenarios where I'm blacked out. I don't remember a lot of scenarios from that occasion. 
Yeah, you too, huh? But I do remember that once, but I can't remember where it was. I think it was because I was rolling around out the front of the yard after a big match, but I'm not sure. <laughs> but, but don't quote me on that. Too many headshots. Yeah, I feel sorry for my neighbours. I didn't really think about the neighbours, and they didn't really, really care about us, to be honest, which was kind of cool. We never really had the cops called on us for the loud music with every weekend. I think every second weekend, we'd just crank music on a subsystem, so the whole neighbourhood would know we'd, we're in business. But they didn't give a shit. Didn't give a shit. Didn't give a shit. I yeah. apologize. It was all right. We kept it to the backyard. Yeah. There's one, actually one uh, one occasion comes to my mind. Um, we did a promo where uh, Defecator was, was Thok, you know, his other character. And Malakian were having a beef. And uh, Malakian ran into my car and, and uh, Thok jumped onto the hood of the car and I reversed the car out of the driveway and we drove up the street. On the camera, all you see is the car driving up the street. But what you didn't see is is like me stopping at the end of the street and there's a bunch of people standing at the front of the house with me in a balaclava, defecator with his <laughs> ock mask on and us looking at him and I just look at him in character. I didn't break character. I just said... Don't worry about it. I got this under control. And I spin the wheel around and floor it back. I uh, wish that was on camera. <laughs> what the? That they just lost their shit laughing. I don't know what the fuck was going through their head. They, that, did they know we were wrestling? I don't know. I have no fucking idea. But it was done, and it's in their memory. Yeah, no, that's funny. As yeah, and no, I, I never fucking remembered that. I wish we did get it on camera now. I yeah, I'm not sure if you were there that day, but that 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 was that was funny. As um, other occasions, I can't really remember too many public scenarios. We really kept it to the backyard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was lots of that. There's even a few batches that I had that I'm like, did I really do that in my match? I remember taking that, but I don't remember if it was that match. I remember in a different match I did that. Yeah, one one match um, in particular, which I wish you got better credit for, was the Badass of the Backyard Tournament. I think that was 2004. Um, but yeah, the, the whole match, you had, uh, I think, three or four matches that day. And then I had to leave for some reason at the end of the day. And uh, I left someone else in control. But that match you had with Cryptic at the end, you got barbed wire stuck in your back. Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah, we were supposed to do one more match after that, but I had to call it because, yeah, like you said, I had three matches that day, and, yeah, that last match with Cryptic, we kind of went all out because he wanted to go all out because he was getting knocked out. So, yeah, we went all out. And, uh, yeah, I ended up with the barbed wire stretchy that you see in the in the film clip. Literally <laughs> stitched into your back. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it wrapped right in. I remember, like, tugging on it. Like, oh, yeah, I'll just rip it out. And as I'm tugging on it, I'm like, oh, nah, that's not coming out in a hurry. Oh, hang on, what have I done here? And then that guy you see in the clip that runs in and, like, goes, Ooh. he's like, stay still, I'll pull it out. And as he does that, he's like, Ooh. <laughs> literally wrapped itself right up in there, eh? Yeah, I didn't think he realized. No way I was pulling that out. I didn't think he realized how bad it was until he got up to it. And he's like, holy shit, I can't do this. I didn't sign up for this shit. I'm just here to watch. <laughs> One barb literally pierced like 10 mil of my skin all the way up. Like when the camera shows it later on, that hole that you see was just one barb that got yeah. in there and wrapped itself up like once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> it fucking sucked. Fucking backyard wrestling. And uh, like, dude, what I say is uh, my, one of my biggest regrets here is like, we did finish, you guys finished the show and didn't do the last match here, but we did, uh, we finished the, the, the final. It was like a tournament. Um, it was you versus Def Defecator in uh, at your backyard. I think we finished it in your backyard. This one, this this is where we. That was probably the last show we did in that arena, and then we moved to your backyard for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, two shows at my place, I reckon. Yeah, and, and I'm thinking to myself, why the fuck did Defecator win that? Like, I'm thinking you you like went through all that shit and uh ended up losing and then defecate is the badass of the backyard i'm like why he's always well, the you, champion just, i hate to interrupt you man but if you watch the final i'm the one that flies off the shed to get him too and seven tube back to the face with everybody else in the crowd smashing me and yeah he still won it 
I really, I honestly think it was because of you. You kept telling me, I don't want to win. I don't want the belt. I don't want the titles. I think that was what it was, probably. Uh, I can't really remember because my decision making, I can't remember back then. But like, you deserved that title, is what I meant. Like, you, you did the most out of that championship. Defecator did, you know, did what he does, but like, you did the best performance of that tournament, is what I'm saying. So, in my opinion, you deserve the trophy of Badass of the Backyard 2003, four, whatever that was. In my opinion, it ended with cryptic. <laughs> okay, it ended with cryptic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, actually, yeah. yeah. Honestly, that should have been the final. The final should have been me and cryptic. Yeah. Because he actually had some damn good matches on that day too. Like, I don't think you see it too much in the in the footage, but his matches were pretty good. But like, like as as much as like, um, I got to give Defecator shit because of Defecator, but like. He was the, like, me and him, I did a lot together with XBA, and he, he did, like, he was probably the first person to arrive and the last person to leave in a lot of occasions, even after you left, and he was the last person to be there standing with me when XBA fell apart. Like, we were trying to set up the arena again. We were going to set one up at his place, I think. We had so many tubes. Cryptic was br- Cryptic was there, too. So, props to Cryptic and, and Defecator. Used to were, like, the, the sole survivors with me. I think the last thing we filmed was in the backyard. We were, like, kind of promoing that we were coming back. It was uh, Malakin and, and Defecator just kind of having at it. I can't remember what happened exactly. But uh, I just want to salute... Like as much as we have our indifferences, like shout out to to Defecator for the matches we did do together. Hell, motherfucking yeah, we raised some hell together. And same with you, bitch, man. Thank you. We raised some fucking hell together. Um, and uh, salute to all the XBA fellas. Like we had some fucking good times and uh, some bad times, but we got some memories. We got some good memories. What what's what's a, a favorite match that you've seen that you weren't in? Oh, if you can... really, there's a lot that I remember, but don't fully remember. Yeah. Like nearly every match that I wasn't in watching you guys do was like a favorite match. Yeah. It's like, it wasn't just me that was putting in the effort. You guys were putting in the effort too, especially you. Your matches were like fucking awesome to watch because you were selling the moves yeah. and you were, you know, pumping the crowd up, getting them into it. You know, it wasn't just check it out. I'm a big tough guy. Yeah. I can take a beating. You know, you were, you were doing what you were supposed to do as well. Appreciate that, buddy. Not a lot of people seen that. And the, when I first started exploding as Kick Crusher, this video um, surfaced of me versus that guy, and I'm selling that fucking match. Like, I'm getting my ass fucking whooped. And people are like, Kick Crusher got his ass kicked. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Do you not understand what I was doing? Like, I'm, I'm it's not a weightlifting competition. I was selling that shit, making him look good. I, I was taking those moves, like voluntarily smashing myself through these tubes. Uh, that's one of my favorite matches too. I, I had several matches with that guy towards the end of XBA. We were just fucking smashing each other. Like both, he was selling them just as great. Like I remember this one time I ran at him with a with a keyboard, computer keyboard, and just like ran and jumped and like fly kicked this keyboard into his face. And just as the keyboard hit his face, all the keys exploded out all over the place. <laughs> you can kind of see it on the video, but like it doesn't do it justice. But there's like A F K T S Z W backspace going everywhere. <laughs> Control alt delete going out the window. <laughs> props to that guy. You fuck. I don't even know how he joined. Like I gotta give him props. We did this one event um in Gawla. Like we moved that XBA around a lot. And we had this sign saying wrestling. Cause we we that was one event where we had a wrestling ring and we had a had a big sign saying wrestling this way. And he was just some bystander that walked by and went, Oh, wrestling this way. And all of a sudden he was wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, he actually became a family member of XBA. Yeah, there's a lot of dream matches that didn't happen, but yeah, I, I give that guy that props, and and he earned that game, uh, earned that earned that name that guy because um, no one really knew who he was, but he kept showing up. And so, like, I think when he was walking to the ring, we did give him a name, and he did have a name for himself, but everyone forgot. Beaver. A beaver, yeah, but everyone forgot what it was, so he got introduced as that guy, and then I I told him, look. I watched a video back and the commentator called you that guy. 
can you be called that guy? Because it's fucking hilarious. And he stuck with it. So his name was that guy. <laughs> That's one of the best wrestling entrance, uh, entrance names I've ever heard. It's great. Well, anybody out there listening, if you ever come across that guy, I dare you, this is no bullshit, I dare you to put 20 bucks on the table, all right, to kick him in the balls and say that you're going to drop him with one kick to the balls, 20 bucks. It won't happen. I guarantee you, you will lose your money. Yeah, he did that several times in XBA. We got videos of him just getting kicked, and he just walked away, he's puffing a smoker out, like a, a, a smoker, a, a cigarette, just like, what the fuck? I, I, I shit you not. Balls I of, him off the ground with a kick, and he just smiled. Balls are fucking steel. Kick him harder. He wants it. That, that, that's what I loved about you guys. Like we all got together because we loved kicking the shit out of each other. And we're just like, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs> I just think about it. we were just nutcases. Like like we should all be in a padded room. There's there's one idea I had for us to come back. Um, was renting out uh, the Adelaide jail and all of us to be individually in a jail cell and then every now and then two jail cells open and then we have a match in the middle of the jail and then they get put back in their cells and then another two open, have a match, boom, boom, put back in their cells. I thought that would be a fucking awesome idea for a wrestling show. Everyone's like, you know, have one security, maybe Malakian's the fucking security guard. All right, you two, get in the fucking middle. Here's your weapons. <laughs> <laughs> you just see him there with his white flag and say like, okay, buddy, he's time to surrender. Next people in. Rolls out and he's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so, some dream matches that um, would have happened um, didn't happen. And a lot of storylines didn't happen because people didn't show up to do them. There was a lot of other things which we did plan and storylines were written uh, very on the spot. But I think we really freestyled XBA pretty well. And um, the the best sort of part of XBA getting out there besides uh, the VHS tapes, which uh, got to Blockbuster Video for rentals. And those rentals, by the way, got so popular that they got stolen did not being did not get returned, so that's that's a good thing. Um, uh, then we, I obviously the death death documentary is the most popular volume of what XBA produced on DVD, and I think the first one came out before you joined, and then there was a volume two and a volume three maybe. I think it was just volume two, but then as XBA fell apart in two thousand seven, I kind of help tried to help bring it back. By doing a, a, what do you call it? A reboot of the De Death Death documentary. So, uh, like, deleting the other two and releasing a revived version. version. And um, I got I contacted the Berserker because we were all about Berserker back then. Like, we were hardcore Berserker fans. And I wanted, uh, I, I think, like, besides uh, Defecator, I think someone, I think I even had Defecator, uh, Berserker is my entrance theme song at one point, but I was all about Cradle of Filth main of the time or something ICP related. But yeah, we're all about uh, Berserker. So I like, I got a Berserker on the soundtrack for this Death Death documentary. Eventually, I got Industrial Strength Records to give me an entire soundtrack and they wanted to help, you know, pr produce it. So there's a Death Death documentary out there which is saturated with industrial music, but the cherry on top is Berserker is in the middle of that. <laughs> So shout out to Industrial Strength Records for putting music over that over that 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 documentary because that 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 is basically the only product we have of XBA right now. And like I say, we uh, are looking at putting out a, a new sort of version with new commentary. If you guys are interested in seeing it after hearing our jibber jabber, what do you think? <laughs> But yeah, it'd be cool. We uh, I originally was going to do this in 2019, 18, a revised commentary version. But uh, yeah, delays, COVID, etc. Always blame it on COVID. COVID, mate. Fucking COVID. COVID. Uh, let, let me see if I get this quote perfect. Just give me a second. Sweet, merciful crap. Where's my match? <laughs> I've seen oh, that fucking hell. <laughs> I remember that line shit it's been a while since I watched it too actually um, for those who don't know you probably I think this is the reason why we started talking again Death Death documentary almost got on Amazon Prime I think it was I was sitting there like while we're in COVID lockdown in Melbourne 
putting subtitles onto the death death documentary and that was fucking hilarious because trying to come like type what you guys say in that documentary was hilarious it was mainly you and rogan that talked on the death death no one else really talked so i'm like typing out what your drunken shit is saying it makes no sense but i'm like scripted motherfuckers yeah on the ball uh, that, well, um, some some matches of mine, uh, my favorite matches that I've done, um, have actually been with uh, Cryptic. Uh, we did a, a this was a, it was another scenario where um, it led to a, a main event with Desecrator where he won, but like I wish Cryptic took the title here. See, it was a it was a one on one with me versus Cryptic, a number one contender for the XBA title. The winner goes on the verse to Defecator in the main event uh, of the next show. Um, me and Cryptic went fucking berserk. I don't know what possessed me in this match. But I don't know if you've seen it, but we went absolutely ape shit on each other. I got like uh, uh, power bombed off a fucking car through a table filled with barbed wire. I got suplexed onto a trolley full of barbed wire. <laughs> and I think that's where I got pinned on top of the trolley full of barbed wire. That's my favorite match. Like, bottom line, me versus Cryptic, that was the best match I've ever fucking had. And I think Cryptic, I, I, I apologize to Cryptic for dealing with my shit during that match because I don't know what the fuck. Like, I watched that match with me and I was on, like, another level of adrenaline and just fucking, I was hitting, I was hitting the referee. Most people do anyway, but I was hitting everyone that was around me. Like, the standing, the cameraman got hit several times too as well for other people, but I was fucking annihilating everyone in my path in that match. And But I knew I was going to lose, but, like, I was giving Cryptic a hard time to get to the main event. And then, like, this this was kind of my selling point to the, the next darkness is uh, the, the show, which will, will come because uh, I think that's what, we'll, if you guys want to see it, is the full match, me versus Cryptic, and then Cryptic goes on the verse to Defecator. And uh, it is a fucking crazy match versus Defecator, but sadly, Defecator, spoiler alert, wins that match. But uh, Cryptic... Like like us wrestlers know, like it doesn't matter who wins or loses, it's who fucking made that match look phenomenal. And Cryptic, you fucking kicked fucking ass, and I love Cryptic. You, you're, you're a freaking legend in XBA. Amen, brother. Anytime <laughs> I went to anyone and said, you're having a match versus a defecator, they were like, are you fucking kidding me? I remember some people flat out refused. I won't re- name them, but like, because they'll like go bitching about it, but they actually did refuse to do the match. I'm like, yeah, you're up next against defecator. Like, no. <laughs> That's funny. As every time you said to me, oh, yeah, you got to fight desecrator again yeah okay the defecator yet again yeah yeah you did it yeah um one of the most famous matches that me and defecator did was the uh after the drunken death match uh, which was hard to fucking you know follow you guys put on that epic performance and i had to main event with defecator after that the buried alive in hell's pit yeah yeah, which was probably the only equivalent moment to the entire Drunken Death match because before that we just did normal generic wrestling moves. But then here I am building myself up to realize I might die at the end of the night getting slammed into a graveyard full of fucking light tubes. <laughs> and there's this dickhead right here getting smashed in the head with a barbed wire chair with blue tubes in it going... Oh, yeah, nah, I couldn't top that, man. Like, I, I flat out am not saying I'm the badass of the backyard. I give you that title. Like, straight out, I can sell some shit, but, like, you guys are on another level of fucking trying to kill each other. Like, like we said before, though, like, today's day, I don't know fucking know how I would do it. Like, um, so, like, following on from XBA's rise and fall is what I'll kind of wrap this up to is... XBA um, moved arenas so much that it was kind of a rise and fall every time we moved. Um, like, I think our best years were around 2004, 2005 when I had my own place, which is around that time where Confliction started. That was the best years of XBA. We really were at a steady location. Sometimes, like, I mean, early backyard XBA times, I was that um, in need of a, a location. I would drag all of my stuff into a trolley and and all my friends would walk down to a fucking oval, like a playground or something, and set up arena at a fucking school somewhere. <laughs> this, this is another occasion I remember where cops showed up. The rise and fall of XBA. So the XBA had a steady location and I like to call this place a historic location. I like to call it the Diamond Arena. 
And do you know why I called it the Diamond Arena? <laughs> Might have something to do with the thousands of light tubes that was broken all across the entire backyard, maybe? Oh, the most amazing sight, though, was at nighttime. When the moon was illuminated at nighttime, there's no lights in the backyard. The whole backyard lit up with glass shards, like, shining in the moonlight. That's what I call the Diamond Arena because at nighttime, it shined. It was beautiful, the amount of glass. But I feel sorry for whoever moved in there afterwards because it was littered in glass, barbed wire, and all sorts of fucking shit in the ground. Originally, I think 2004, maybe 2005, we were setting up a match, Bitch versus Carnage. My elite top superstar versus Birches. Uh, one of my best. So I wanted to see this match, you know, like we were a big fan of, of, uh, Carnage from the Backyard Wrestling DVDs. We were very heavily influenced by them and, uh, we're going to have a, a match, Carnage versus Bitch. And I wanted to see this happen. Some trivia right here. I've still got the PS2 version right here, Backyard Wrestling, the PS2 version. I've got the Xbox of PS, uh, the second version. So remember when we got the Xbox version and you come around my place and we blaze up and fucking play it all day? Yeah, yeah, man. Those are the days. When, when XBA was together and we weren't wrestling, we were on the Xbox, like creating each other and like just doing our entrances and everything. And uh, one, one other trivia I'm going to do. Extreme Backyard Assault stems from a PS1 game called WCW Backstage Assault. I remember when I was thinking of the name XBA, I was looking at this this one sitting in my collection, Backstage Assault, and I renamed it because I was a fan of Hardy Boys at the time, Extreme Backyard Assault. So that's where that one came from. I'm holding up a copy right now because bitch can't see me. Uh, PS1 version of uh, Backstage Assault. But anyway, yeah, shout out to Madman Pondo and uh, Necro Butcher. We fucking loved you back in the day. And... Um, Carnage versus Bitch would have been an epic match. Like, I really think it really would have been, like, like Australia versus America kind of fucking influence. We had so many ideas to put behind the idea, and uh, for so many different reasons, it didn't happen. But that, that was, like, I was pulling an arm and a leg, basically, that I could have to make that match happen, but it didn't. Sadly, yeah, it didn't. I, I say you chicken out. Maybe. Handle Bitch. May, maybe. Like, because I was sending him clips of what we're doing. But yeah, then again, you got to fly all the way here to get your ass kicked. Yeah, it, hey, that's exactly right, man. Whether <laughs> whether we scripted him to win or not, <laughs> I'm going to kick his fucking stupid ass. That's what we were going to do. But anyway, dream match number two and XBA that I don't know why we never scripted this match to happen was uh, Bitch versus Sean Monaghan. Never happened. Thank you, reasons. Yet again. Yeah, well, I think we, we have been in the ring together, but not one-on-one. It's always been like, you know, I interrupted. I remember specifically the junkyard match between Defecator and Bitch. I interrupted. Yeah. All right, so um, ironically, I think the only time you held the, the XBA belt, like I tried like recently to try and recover the, the title history of XBA, and it was almost impossible to do without a VCR because I feel like I had to sit... And we watch every every show to try and track down. Because I used to have websites and everything, but I deleted them all because I didn't give a shit about it after 2005, 2007. I was just like, whatever, it's gone. I figured it was still on my computer, but like half of it wasn't. So I've only got like the first 2001 to 2003 or four history. But briefly, you held the XBA title, I think, for maybe a day or a show I, I don't even know how you got it like because one day you just walked down with it and i'm like how did you get it i don't even remember do you remember the belt you're talking of is the 420 championship no 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 no. you actually held the xba title i remember the 40s but in my uh, um but, analysis of I the 420 and the ultra violent yeah. In my opinion, those extra subtitles, besides the four toy title, which was pretty funny, but like every other title doesn't exist to me. I won't, I won't like try to treasure that history. I don't even know why they existed. They were stupid. Like we should have just had one belt, and everyone was going for the one belt. That's it. I felt like we didn't have enough people to have sub belts. I don't know why I did that. I think it was just because I had other belts laying around. We did it. We should have one belt. Everyone was going for that. It wasn't a subclass. It wasn't a heavyweight belt. It was just the XPA belt. You're the king of the XBA, that's it. 
That's how it should have been. Yeah, no, I actually don't remember how I got that belt that one time. It might have been actually from that badass tournament. Even though Red Bear was supposed to win it, I mean, Defecator was yeah. supposed to win it. Fucking, I'm pretty sure we changed it on the last minute for me to have it just for that one spot but then him to get it back. No, because you had it before we went to your place. We changed to your place. You went down the ring with it, and I think that was before Badass as well. I, I don't even know why. Because th- this is one conundrum we always had with XBA. People who held the belt sometimes didn't show up to the next show so i had to like like strip them from the belt and give the belt to someone else sometimes or have a title match for him sometimes i just gave it to someone else which is stupid but um yeah. but i i would have told you to fuck off i would have earned that belt you know that <laughs> yeah 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 that's what i felt like people should have really earned that belt and it should have just been one belt but i was just too saturated that everyone gets to hold a belt and feel important you know it wasn't just one person and majority of the time it always threw to defecator which i regret um not not because i don't like the dude anymore but because like everyone should have had a shot at the belt and earn that like cryptic for to say you went through me like a hell of a storm through me and you went through the badass tournament like a hell of a storm to get to the belt but you still didn't get it that's what i feel like i regret the the writing on my behalf was was weak yeah, but Red Bear was a fucking control freak. If he wasn't the champion, he was a fucking cockhead. I really can't remember. I really can't remember if he was. I think I, I probably favoured him in my own opinion. I don't remember. But anyway, we have a uh, a title match. to, uh, to We're going to defend the title tonight, aren't we? <laughs> All right, all right. That's how you're gonna put it. We're, we're putting the title on the line because technically the last champion was uh, Skits in 2005. Um, he was pushed. He was pushed as the champion in 2005. He, he never technically lost it. We never really had a last show. It just kind of just just was 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 doing something and then it just was gone. So uh, like either he's relinquished it or not. But either way, we're gonna continue doing these XBA kind of things in the future. We're gonna continue doing title matches virtually since we can't really get together we're too old to do this shit so we're gonna have virtual title matches if we do these xba things so tonight we're going to premiere a very special edition virtual title match for the xba title which will be recorded in history as the actual history of the title so thank you so much for being a an xba superstar so to say <laughs> Thank you for uh, giving me some uh, damn good fucking memories. That's for sure. Like, mate, there's a lot of – well, I wouldn't say there's a lot of things, but there's a few things I definitely do regret, but XPA was not one of them. And I Best was part of my life, mate. Best fucking – I think it was three years altogether I put in. Best time ever, mate. Met some of the best blokes ever. And guess what? I'll still talk to the best one of all right now. Fuck <laughs> well, yeah. You're a legend, buddy. Thank you so much for being a part of XBA and uh, still keeping in touch. It's, it's fucking cool. You kind of drop on and drop off, but it's still cool. We always end up linking up together, which is cool every couple of years. So, uh, yeah, no, nah, thank you for being a part of the drain. And uh, thank you for being a part of XBA because you're a fucking legend. Dead set. No worries, mate. Thank you for fucking having me on here. And, uh, yeah, no, nah, we dribbled a bit of bullshit. But, hey, if you guys are keen as, hit the fucking like button and we'll get on that commentary for you and you can hear my stupid fucking voice again if you like. Oh, yeah, stay on the line, buddy. But, yeah, we'll send off for the drain and everyone listening. So, yeah, fuck yeah. Cheers, ears. <laughs>